Hello, everybody. Listening in on the OIMOP replay podcast. Excited you're here. Uh, no specific kickoff topic today. We're hanging out on the live call, but I do have maybe uh, two topics, questions that have come in, stuff to talk about, just to chat about. Uh, number one, somebody asked about slow funnels and whether or not I are still approve or still think they're viable or uh, all that, all that. Because I haven't talked about it a whole lot in the past five to six months. It's true. But I have been running them for the past five to six months to not wild success, I would argue. But I also blame my not wild success on uh, Facebook primarily. And so the answer is yes. I still am in love with slow funnels. I have one going right now, this very second, and have for about two weeks. It's actually a new slow funnel, same products, same messaging, same sales pages or whatnot, but it's formatted a little bit differently. And yeah, I still think they're totally viable. As long as I continue to hear other people who are just crushing it and other people like myself, not crushing it per se, but making it work for sure. Yeah, I still think they're viable. And by slow funnel, you're probably referring to either a freebie to tripwire sort of thing or a quote unquote tiny offer, $17, $27, maybe some bump offers, maybe some upsells and then pitches and, and so forth like that. So, yep, I still, still uh, believe they're viable. They're not profit producing for most people, but I think that's okay because they're not a profit center. They shouldn't be. It's a lead gen sort of thing. And so you can spend more money on ads or any sort of acquisition and offset the cost. So I pulled these up just because I thought I was curious. Facebook tracking is terrible right now, but I will share my current results from my slow funnel. The, the new format that's only been going for uh, maybe two and a half, three weeks. I'm not spending a whole lot of money on ads. They have spent $433. Um, so far, and actually about 120 of that was from campaign that was literally not, literally not working because of the new ad tracking stuff and Facebook and iOS. And uh, it's just a nasty world. If anybody doesn't know it's Apple and Facebook going to war, they're having words. But after I got a new campaign running, I've spent $433. I've made $282. So I'm not break even on that yet, uh, but I'm actually pretty happy with that for a few reasons. Oh, 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 by the way, and there was a 24 hour period where my website was literally broke. Um, yeah, <laughs> still running ads. My fa- my entire site was down. There was also that I did not make any sales during that period, but I was still spending forty dollars. Anywho, I've got at least two hundred and three plus one hundred and twenty, so three hundred and let's just say like 320 subscribers um, that cost it's less than a dollar per subscriber, which is really good. And so far the engagement's been really high as in, I know it's Facebook ads, but my particular ad, I kind of went above and beyond for to make it branded. And so the people I'm getting are a little bit higher quality than I've seen in the past. And I did the same thing with my emails. This go around. I really let myself loose to, go to the edges, so to speak, and be myself only more so. Uh, and so I've gotten unsubscribes and stuff like that, but the people who are sticking around are registering for more stuff in the funnel already. And we haven't gotten to the pitch part yet. So there is an 
evergreen pitch sequence for content everywhere. The first one will go out in two weeks. That'll be the first, the first batch of people will get that pitch sequence in two weeks. So I'm actually excited to see what a couple of hundred people do going through that. At that point, I think it'll be down to break even and then some. So slow funnels. Yes. Um, the other thing I want to briefly touch on, I want to open this up to you guys. Um, specifically homepages and more. So I'm going to actually broaden it to be your entire website, getting people into funnels. I have, I'm, I'm fired up about homepages and have been for a while now. I think it's such a low hanging fruit opportunity. You don't have to you change it like once a year. It's fine. But if it's not optimized to capture people and get them into funnels or email newsletters, even not even funnels, then it's just a, Ah oh man, it's just a massive wasted opportunity to me. When it's something you can fix in like a day, like oh, well, hanging fruit. Um, same thing with most of your website. I would argue, like if not necessarily your about page, but like a header or a footer. Like, do you have an email opt-in? Do you have a pitch for a freebie or something to get in the funnel on a sidebar or a header or a footer? If not, you need to. In my opinion, I really think that, and it's something that's on every page of your site the sidebar header or footer that is it's just it's valuable real estate. Like it needs to be serving some purpose. And if you're hardcore into SEO and ads and affiliate marketing, I would say not do this, trying to get people into more of your content, get some good internal links there, um, spread out all your categories across your menu bar or whatnot. But if you're not trying to drive massive traffic and do that, then if there's not an email opt-in at the top of your site or the bottom of your site or the sidebar of your site, I think you're losing out. Um, I would love to open it up and hear what anybody else has done specifically on their homepage or their header, footer, or sidebar to get people in. I, I would like to hear from you, and I'll buy you a second while you guys think of it or whatnot. I am going to, I'm not going to share my screen, but I'm on a fellow Online Impact members website that we were talking about off air, Melody Johnson, courseconsultant.com, was helping them with a little bit of copy uh, on a webinar funnel and landing page and so forth. But Sam from Sam and John, uh, fireupfreelance.com, they have a good looking site. This is actually the first time I'd seen it. I knew they were building this, but I'd, I'd never actually landed on the site before. And I just want to touch on this. They have a header with like the logo, home, about Sam, course, and then free resume template, which is assuming going to go to a freebie. Right underneath that on their homepage, they have another bar. This is before like the big jumbotron where you put like photos of yourself or big mock-ups of your thing and big bold text. This is before all that. They have an an opt-in. It says, do you have the blues Sunday through Thursday? Let's change that. And then it says enroll now, which I would actually uh, have them change the copy on that a little bit because I don't know what the heck that means. But that actually goes, oh, that didn't even go to a funnel. That goes straight to a $300 product. That's interesting. Right underneath that, they have the freebie, the step-by-step program to go from blah, blah, blah. This is going to a course that goes to a sales page. Basically, what I'm getting at here is there's a lot of links and buttons and everything and opt-ins. Right below that is a swipe my resume template, and then it's an opt-in, name, email, and then a button. Uh, There's a lot on this homepage to get people into their funnels and products. and consultants (laughs) the pro pitching template the resume template a killer resume audit button learn more a voxer session which is like a consulting thing 
learn more inbox unlimited. I don't even know what that is, but there's another learn more thing here. My point is like their homepage is littered with different ways to get you into their ecosystem. Um, I'm not going to say it's the, the single best website and copywriting thing I've ever seen, but they definitely are trying to get people on their email list and it shows. And they did a pretty good job at telling you how to do that. In my opinion, it's pretty clear. There's just an example, fireupfreelance.com. Everybody can go look at it at some point. But other than that, does anybody else have thoughts right here on the live call on what you have done, what you want to do, or if you have questions in this regard, I would love to hear them. So, I mean, I'm, I asked the question because I'm updating my homepage right now. Um, yeah. And so I think my main question was around like how much opt-in and like, where should I put the opt-in free stuff versus the paid stuff? Should I even have the paid stuff on the homepage? You know, just like philosophy on that. I personally vote for yes to all of the above. And the reason is it's, it's a very, it's not a salesy thing. Like you putting a few of your products or putting the waiting list to your coaching program or something on your homepage. It's not like anybody's going to see it and be like, WTF. This is Jessica trying to pitch me and sell me. How dare she? This is BS, man. I just clicked over from Twitter on this homepage and now I get sold. No one's going to do that ever in the history of humanity. It's like the, um, most non-salesy way you could ever put a product in front of somebody, period. But I learned, I learned this from somebody else on this call. There are people out there who are, who have problems that they are so aware of and they are looking for solutions that they are so aware of that when they find it and if they already know and trust you and like you and have heard of the pioneers and they see it, that you have this thing, oh, I did not know she had this. Oh, I'm in. Bam. Purchase. It's not going to be. 2% of people who land on your homepage, but those people aren't out there. So my opinion is yes, put them all over. And I would actually, this is just me. This is just my opinion shining through now. I would, you, you were talking about the what, why, what <laughs> formula, just the basics of like copywriting and branding that you'll probably want to put out there and like your website. There is that. But other than that, I would say getting people into your core funnel or your best freebie however you want to do it, it doesn't matter i would say it's the second priority period for your homepage. so Unless you would so you would litter like different things throughout rather like like you should do like the what and then like here's a way to connect with us and then the why and then more ways to connect and then here's freebies yeah not not leave that until the second what i don't think it matters all that much um, okay. but I'd say the highest priority things need to be the highest up on the page. Mm-hmm. For sure. Okay. It's always worth asking that question. What do I want this person to do? Um, don't leave it up to chance. And, and some, some people take that to an extreme. Like if you go to, um, just, to, Oh, uh, okay. Dork.com. Okay. Dork.com. I'm guessing, I don't know if you guys can hear that, but my wife is like, I don't know if she's tap dancing or what upstairs, but it's pretty loud. Um, yeah, That's his entire funny. homepage is one email thing, period. And he wants people on his newsletter and literally nothing else. Like, that's it. 
There's only one link on the entire page. And it's at the very bottom in tiny text, go read the blog. But other than that, it's just a big email update. And that's that's an extreme, right? Like he's focusing on one thing and one thing only. Doesn't care about SEO. Doesn't care about showcasing his different categories. He wants you an email list. And that is literally all, period. So I don't think you need to do that. But it's a it's a good thing to ask. Like, what is what do I actually want? In fact, I'm, my website is actually not doing a great job of that. Um, if you were on doyouevenblog.com, just looking at it, what do you think my highest priority is? What would you what would you guess? I don't know if anybody's seen it in a while, but I would, I mean, so I was looking at it today because I was looking at examples of different people. That's a bad um, <laughs> so my guess of what you are wanting them to do is click the let's get started and then take them down to the different things that they can download to your freebies. Yeah. yeah. Um, is that what, is that your focus? No. Oh. That uh, that's what it looks like, mm-hmm. but what I want to be my focus is the YouTube channel. And oh, put that in. Put, make that the red button. I know. Either that, or literally like the section underneath all this, like still really high up on the page. Uh, I could put like that same like YouTube embed, like check out my latest video or or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But there's only one YouTube video on the page. It's like one little block or whatnot. Mm, Great. So I'm actually not doing a very good job of that. Yeah, I would litter stuff throughout. I mean, there's no no rules on how long a homepage could be, for sure. The same thing with sidebars and headers and footers, too. Like, there's no rules. Um, It's just kind (laughs) of how far do you want to go? Oh, okay. This is a silly question. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll wait until after the Oh no! Well, now you now you. Have <laughs> now okay, I asked on the recording wants to know. So oh my right. gosh, I know. Okay, <laughs> so you say that it's really easy, but I have absolutely no idea the mechanics of actually changing my homepage. I have like my theme, and then I have Elementor. Like, how do I do that? Do I should I do it on Elementor and then figure that out, or try to find? a template in my theme. That's a fair question. Yeah. Uh, I can tell you what I would do, which is probably also my recommendation, although it will have a little bit more legwork. Um, I would go with Elementor and I would dive in for about 30, 45 minutes in Elementor for bloggers, which you have access to at courses.doeveenblog.com. And in mm. there, I have a bunch of different templates, not like dozens, but one or two, which I think is mostly all you need because you're going to, you're going to be customizing it anyway. Like you're going to be changing things mm-hmm. up for your brand and your colors and your font. I mean, you're, you're going to do that regardless mm-hmm. of the template in Elementor, or I would just choose one of the ones they have. Again, you're going to be customizing it anyways. <laughs> um, no, oh, that was feedback. Sorry, Melody. Um, that's what I would do. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that's going to be my general recommendation for you. Cause I think you could do Elementor, even with like a, a 
very little time investment. Like, I don't think it's something you're going to struggle with for like hours and hours. Mm-hmm. Um, especially okay. a homepage. Like, that's pretty straightforward. If you were going like hardcore with uh, modal pop-ups and using the pods plugin to do dynamic content everywhere, like that'd be a different story. But just building out a homepage, I, I think you could do that. They, they really do have good templates like to kick it off from. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so hard to pick one because you're like, I don't want my website to look like that. But you're going to be changing it. And it's, it's hard to like see past their super corny, like stock photos and like sleek design. They're, they're really sleek. It's hard to see past that, but look for like the layouts that you think you might can use. And then you can end up duplicating some of their sections. If you're going to do like here, are my three courses or like, you want a big opt-in page and then later on you want another opt-in or whatever. Like you can duplicate and you can change that stuff around. That's probably what I would recommend. Cool. Thanks. I can't remember what templates I have in there. Okay. Uh, anybody else have anything? Homepages, footers? Does anybody have an opt-in in their footer or header? Raina is raising her hand. She says she does. I do now. It's in all my footers. You know how long that's taken to happen, but it's there now. It's really <laughs> exciting. <laughs> I'm, I'm peeking at your site. I'm doing it. Say no more. I'm in. And then she has offers down to uh, different coaching programs and intensives. Yeah. I like that. My- well done. My call, thank you. My call to action, I was thinking about this as you were talking about it, is to book a call because I like to talk to people. And that is usually how I find my customers. And so that's the thing. I have book a call like littered everywhere. That is the thing that is littered all over my site. But I'm wondering if maybe I should litter different things. I don't know. (laughs) First of all, this is the worst website I've ever seen. You know why? Only because you misspelled my last name. (gasps) Oh! Okay. No. Um, <laughs> I just saw my name. I was like, oh, wait, who's that? Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh my God. Do you have right. any idea how mortified I feel in this moment? That's <laughs> really okay. I do Actually, so the graph, you know, I had someone help me with this one and she moved everything from the other side. So I'm going to blame it on her. Yeah, but yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't notice that. No, I will fix it. It's okay. It Your website right looks now. incredible. It really does. Um, no. It's way better than the temporary one that I built for you one day, like a year ago. <laughs> um, who, who here has audio or video on their homepage or footer or something like that? Or their about page? No one's raising their hand. This is interesting. I never thought about this before. But if your point is to book a call, you like talking with people. Why don't we see a video in your homepage? Um, I'm not sure you need one. I'm just I'm just thinking about this for the first time. Like It, it kind of makes sense to me to have mm-hmm. like a two minute hello video. And I'm, th- I'm saying that about your site, but I'm thinking, why don't I have this? <laughs> Liz <laughs> Wilcox has that Liz, the same designer that did Liz's oh, yeah, did yeah, yeah. mine. And you're she right. has a video. And when I saw hers, I was like, Oh damn it. I should do a video. You're right. You're absolutely right. I need to do that. I'm putting this on my to-do list because my whole thing is video. <laughs> that's, that's my content. Your vi- right it now. should be the very, it should be the first thing. And then we click it and go to your YouTube Oh my Channel. god! Shit. Okay. Well, this is great. This is why I have online impacts. Freaking. <laughs> um, this is good. This is good. Right All right. Anybody got anything else before I stop recording? This has been lovely. This is a lovely recording sesh.
No, okay. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening on the replay. We'll see you guys next time. Get your butt out of bed and, and come on the live call next time. Thanks. <laughs>